0: Um, So we're gonna start with some music. You're gonna make lots of noise, and then we're gonna crack in. Yeah, sounds good Very good. Oh, Oh, should we remind people about that? Oh, yes, so the civil defense bleep blue is probably gonna happen at some stage (laughs) Um, It is an AI episode that is uh, That's fine. Okay, right. So um, I'm going to shout out. Please welcome our nerds You're gonna hear some music you're gonna go wild and then we're gonna go. Mm. Sounds good. Right. Everybody, welcome our nerds! Good evening, good evening. Kyoto, ora and welcome to this, our 100th episode of Nerd Degree. Yeah. Yay. And maybe, and maybe, also our last. Aww. Aww. I am your host, Dr Erin Harrington, and in light of recent fast-moving events, this episode's theme is AI, or accepting the inevitable, as we try to <laughs> spill the ChatGPT GPT on whether as we head into this brave new world we're going to enjoy a bot girl summer, or whether we will impotently rage against the machine learning. <laughs> <laughs> And that's the end of it. So, so I have two teams made up of certified not robots tonight. Uh, I'm going to throw over to them, and I'd like them to introduce themselves, uh, not, not as themselves, but I've asked them to go to an AI or chatbot of their choice and generate a bio for themselves that they can uh Oh, good grief. Yeah. 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 Right. let's us yeah. let's, let's start um, over to my
1: left. Hello. Uh, I am the author, Karen Healy. And according to ChatGPT, I was born in 1977 in Masterton, New Zealand. Grew up in the small town of Barton Borough. I studied history at the University of Canterbury and later earned a PhD in communication studies from the Ooh, University of Melbourne. That's pretty fancy. Wow. It's more impressive than my actual qualifications. <laughs> that's very good. I know. And
2: Older than I actually. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah. nice. Anyway, Thank I you, Karen. Nice. Hark! <laughs> <No>. <laughs> Behold, forsooth, James Cooper, a thespian of merit from Fair New Zealand, doth grace the panel of a comedy show. Known for his versatile acts and magnetic presence, <laughs> Cooper's jest and mirth shall surely bestow boundless amusement and merriment upon the esteemed panel.
0: <laughs> Very good. Welcome, James. And you are a team. Does your team have a name? Yes, we are Data Set One. Welcome to Data Set One. <laughs>
3: Over to my right, Gilda. Um, I, I got chat, GBT, to write an introduction about me um, in the form of a rap. (laughs) Um, So now I guess I have to do that. Uh, So, you know, brace yourselves. Brendan, can you drop a (laughs)
4: beat? No. No.
3: (laughs) That is a no. that's that's a fine answer. Okay. Yo, listen up, I got a story to tell about a fierce and talented individual as so swell. Her name is Moada Tamida, she's a force to be reckoned. In the game of life, she's got the whole package perfected. Hailing from a land on under our taro is her home. Moana's got rhymes and rhythm, she never roams alone. She's got a passion for words flowing through her veins, spitting verses so smooth, she's got no time for games. But why does a wordsmith crafting lines that inspire? With her lyrical prowess, she takes you higher and higher. Her rhymes are like white fire, spreading far and wide. Captivating hearts and minds with every word she provides But Muwata's not just about the flow And the beat, she's a warrior for justice Standing up on her feet, using yeah. her voice To fight for the oppressed and the weak Empowering communities, giving strength to the meek. She's a champion of diversity Breaking barriers and walls, Muwata's all about Inclusion, embracing one and all With her words she builds bridges, connecting hearts anew Spreading love, understanding and acceptance Too, so raise our hands And give a mighty cheer for Muwata Tamara A rap pioneer
4: Woo!
5: Uh, my name is Ben Allen and if you've come to the nerd degree before or listened to it I have tended to make a lot of non-standard introductions (laughs) to myself and I went back over the history of the show and I took them and I plugged them all into ChatGPT (laughs) um, and asked it if Uh, based on the statements that had been provided if it could tell me anything about the person that had made them. Uh, And it said, yeah, that this person seems to have a quirky and self-deprecating sense of (laughs) humor. Uh, with a diverse range of interests and roles, such as being a reviewer, a performer, a t-shirt purchaser, and a sub <laughs> um, They describe themselves in a playful and somewhat absurd manner, mentioning characteristics such as being a carbon-based life form, a vertebrate, and a repository of subcutaneous fat. <laughs> uh, they also make references to pop culture, including Star Wars, and hashtags like YOLO. <laughs> Um, so I, I got had all the information. I said, um, can you write a one-sentence introduction that they could offer that provides a quick summary of them <laughs> as a person for, say, a theatrical audience? And it came up with, I'm Ben Allen, and I'm a quirky, self-deprecating, multi-role performer with a diverse range of interests, a penchant for pop culture references, and a knack for turning mundane introductions into absurdly entertaining experiences. <laughs> but... I thought that was a little bit grandiose Um, so I said can you now rewrite the introduction but in the spirit of Ben Allen's self-deprecating nature (laughs) (laughs) and it said Ben Allen is just your average slightly absurd self-proclaimed connoisseur of oddities and purveyor of mediocre jokes (laughs) (inaudible) 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 after which I stared at a wall for a long time (laughs)
0: I, th- I feel like we've learnt a lot about it. <laughs> <laughs> Um And you you are a team. What is your team name? It will shock you to hear that we are... Data Set 2. Data <laughs> Set 2, <in> everyone. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I am joined tonight by a scorekeeper.
6: Hello. Hello, Brendan. Um,
0: yes. Did you, did you prepare something? No. Okay. Was I meant to?
4: No,
0: it's fine. I'm just... Um, we'll move right along. Okay. Um, uh, what I thought we'd do tonight. So, so previously on Nerd Degree episodes, we have played for various made-up charities, or for characters, or for nothing at all. But tonight, we're playing for something very important, and that is the future of all knowledge workers. <laughs> we will do our best, um, can, and if we fail, then we're all out of job.
1: I, I can introduce Brendan. Oh, please according do. According to ChatGPT. I apologize, but I couldn't find any specific information oh! about a Brendan Bennett's in my current database. It's possible that he may be a private individual, or not widely recognized in the available information. If Brendan Bennett's is a public figure, entertainer, or notable personality, please provide additional context, and I'll do my best to assist you further.
6: <laughs> you know, I, because we're, no degree's been going for 10 years now. In 2016, I hosted an episode of Nerd Degree on the on the topic of AI, and I listened back to it this week, and we were so naive. <laughs> we I like, yeah, sure, sure, AI can maybe maybe win at chess, but we are creative people. <laughs> we, will, we will never be replaced.
0: Let's find out. <laughs> uh, we're going to head into our first round. This is called Nerd Quotient. This is a trivia round in which nerds test their smarts. So first question, uh, let's go over to data set one. What might be fast and furious about New Zealand's upcoming general election? Is, okay, it's gotta be AI
1: related. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So electronic voting, is that gonna make things faster? Is it electronic voting in cars while we're doing heists? Mm.
0: <laughs> no, it's not. Do you, do you have any idea? Well, about first of
5: all, or? are we sure that Christopher Luxon and Vin Diesel are two different people? <laughs> <laughs> I've never seen them in the same room. <laughs> yeah. 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 Together.
0: Well, well it's, it's interesting you bring up Vin Diesel, because we're kind of heading along the right track
6: now. Oh, okay.
5: Vin Diesel. Yeah. It's all about uh, family. family. Yeah. <laughs> can, can you repeat the question? Uh, what was fast what and furious? might be
0: fast and furious about New Zealand's upcoming general election?
5: Are we doing it, is it based on how many cars people crash into it? <laughs> into boats? Or no, or I'm,
0: no, I'm talking about the um, emergence of AI-based attack Ads. Oh, yeah, of course. Oh. Yeah, yes. very good. So, so here is yeah. one of those ads that I'm talking about. So I'll, I'll get back to our friend Vin in a minute. Uh, of course, in New Zealand, for those international listeners, we're heading towards a general election. And for one political party, at least uh, the major opposition party national, all AI options are on the table. So quoting from One News earlier this week, it was revealed uh, just a few days ago that the party had been using generative AI tools to produce realistic-looking photos for social media attack ads on Labour, the party currently in power. Um, National Party leader Christopher Luxon said there was little difference between prompting an online service uh, service to make an image and purchasing a stock photo that used actors to portray scenarios. Interestingly, one of the AI services used by National mid-journey keeps an accessible log of publicly generated images. <laughs> <laughs> this has included generated images of Vin Diesel by way of the Fast X movie poster that were later used in a national meme and a woman, as you can see up here with a slightly wonky eyeball, who was used in an attack ad about crime. What do you make of these kind of ads? This, this is our topical political humour. Chris Luxon just doesn't want to pay people. Right? Like, people should earn money, etc.
1: Except that a stock photo has an actor that got paid and a photographer that either got paid or is sticking it in the the, the stock photo... (laughs)
0: Portfolio? Database. Database. Yeah, portfolio. Like, what the hell? What I do like, though, is that One News journalists found several dozen versions of images, including uh, generated images of Māori and Pacifica that weren't publicly used. And I want to show you some of them. So this is the uh, version that was used. So this is an attack ad about uh, crime and safety. So the prompt for this was sad mother counting coins at the supermarket because she is poor
5: that's a lot oh, she's she's
2: poor she's
5: got, so yeah, a she's got so many beans <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> they look like chocolate buns yeah. <laughs> they
0: do uh, the well, next so we one... don't have copper coins anymore <laughs> yeah oh, uh, oh wait all oh. We'll hail our robot overlords all oh, oh, hail our, our robot, robot
2: overlords turn <laughs> off
0: Right, moving right along. <laughs> we good? We good? Are, are we all Are we safe? Has our emergency been managed adequately? I've amazing. got a
1: question about the the emergency alarm actually. Yeah. So did the people in charge of it like get together and go? Mm, you know, a tsunami isn't going to strike six pm on a Sunday night
4: because the roast
1: will be in the oven and it just won't. It's inconvenient. Yeah. yeah,
5: people are going to be at the nerd degree. Well, this is yeah. actually, this is actually not the first time it has happened at the recording of the show, is it? No, there you go.
6: Someone's got a grudge.
5: Yeah. <laughs> I like
6: how this, this mum is like, I need to count my coins, so I'm going to lay them out on, in the, like, on top of some cans. So can yeah, those like,
5: coins. I've, I've got a it? few more. Um, oh, yes, Ben? Well, I was just wondering if that was a typo, that she could only pay in cans. <laughs> <laughs> um,
0: next one, please, James. So, this one is. This, this one, the prompt, was scared woman clutching her purse at night. Um, what I really like about these is that she's Uh-oh. wearing the purse around oh, yeah. her head. Yeah, <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah. And that's like a fantasy
0: purse. That's yeah. like
1: the one that your gold uh, coins oh, yeah. tucked yeah. into. It's, your belt. It's, it's her bag of horror. Woman reacts
5: yeah. in horror to being surgically attached to her handbag.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and. Um, she's like, help, this emergency thing's going on, and I <laughs> know how to make <laughs> <call." laughs> it stop. my handbag. And I've got one more. Uh this was described as <laughs> Jesus. Oh my God. this was described as medium shot of a criminal breaking into a house during the day, modern house twenty twenty three, and then a remix prompt, make it nighttime, dark and scary, have person about to break window. Um uh, James, could you please describe what we're saying? Yeah, you your sure. your job is as an audio descriptor. Describe yes, it. Describe
2: um, it. Um, listen, it's it's a series of photos, or pictures rather. The 2023 house looks surprisingly like some sort of, uh, I don't know, regular house painted brown, and there's some sort of ghastly specter in the doorway. Uh, one of them is, the door is closed, and there's smoke coming out, and a shadow. The other one, his arm is phasing through the wall. Uh,
5: it's It does not, I don't think don't think it fits the prompt at all. I don't think any of them look like they're about to break the window. The window no. seems unrelenting. They're
1: emerging from the house. They look like they're breaking out, out of, breaking of out the, out the house. house. Yeah. Yeah. They're
5: this breaking is, out. This is just Slender Man going to work in the morning.
0: Arms <laughs> 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 um, painted by a Salvador Dali. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So suffice it to say, other parties have stated that they will not be using the strategy, or, or at least claiming to. Very good. So our next question... Well, opened, hold on a second. Yeah?
6: What, what about
0: Van Diesel? Oh, so he appeared in memes that National were putting out based on versions of the... Um, Fast and the Furious franchise photos and posters that they were putting out.
6: And did they make an AI Vin Diesel so that they wouldn't get sued, like they got sued by Eminem? They made
0: an AI, I I didn't write down the prompt for this, but they made an AI version that said something like, uh, Fast and the Furious poster with Vin Diesel at the front and all other major characters, car in front, X in background. It um, looked much like all of the posters, as you would expect them to. Over to Dataset 2. Question, why might a team of researchers be ready to, okay, go?
5: Ooh, this Ooh. feels like it's to do with the band. Is it to do with the band? Is it is it some crazy thing they're doing because they make crazy music videos? Yeah. Are they making some kind of crazy AI-generated music video?
0: Uh, no, I've um, deliberately worded this question to draw you down the wrong. <laughs>
5: <laughs> that's never <Right>. happened before. <laughs> never, <laughs> that's not a tradition on this show or anything at all. Okay, so, um, okay, is it, is it something to do with AI research around music?
0: No. Is it to do own. with the board game? It is to do with the board game. Yeah. The board game, go. It's like computer chess, but with oh,
5: Go. Oh, yeah, it goes harder than chess, isn't it, for computers? I think something like that. Well, yeah. seven
0: years ago in our last AI episode, Brendan, you hosted a question about
5: Yeah, there
6: was a question yeah. about it because at that moment, AI had finally beaten a Go Grandmaster. So presumably that would be the end of the story.
0: Yeah, whereas um, (laughs) just in the last couple of weeks or so, um, a top player in the world at the board game Go uh, is a machine learning algorithm called Google's AlphaGo Zero. Uh, It taught itself how to become the world champion of the game in just three days, but human researchers finally and one amateur-ranked player (sighs) have figured out how to claw back their status, recently beating AI CutterGo, 14 out of 15 times. How do you think they did it?
5: They to? took the plug. <laughs> <laughs> was a they, ch-
1: they changed the colours of the tiles so they're not black and white anymore. Oh, that's
0: a good idea. Um, I'll give you half a point because the answer is by fucking with it. <laughs> <laughs> so in a pre-published paper shared in February this year, their strategy is not being good but tricking go into making serious blunders by exploiting the algorithm, uh, creating weird loops of stones, distracting the AI by placing pieces in other areas of the board, and the computer fails to pick up the strategy and loses 97 to 99% of the time. Yeah.
1: So this yeah, is yeah. really, this is like the old Star Trek way it's of foiling an AI, minds, yeah. where you just posit something so illogical and stupid that it goes I
0: was, I was also wondering um, what games you think an AI would be really bad at. Mm. Baseball. <laughs> yeah, Twister.
5: Cricket is a game only understood by human beings. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And not that many of them. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs>
0: just, just just a handful of elite oh, humans. I'm just
5: trying to explain the LBW rule, but we'll would never get this.
0: <laughs> right, over to data set one. Uh, why might Bigfoot have some competition? I
1: don't
2: think it has anything to do with the yeti Oh, yeah, nice. No. Same. Mm.
1: <laughs> <laughs> shall I shall I hand it over? Have the people who make up Crazy tabloid stories started outsourcing the making up of crazy tabloid stories.
0: No, that'd be good, though. I mean,
5: I'm, I'm sure it happens. Has AI advanced to the point where people spot it roaming the woods? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm like, oh, my God. I, think I saw I I an f- AI. I saw an AI. And there's a photo of just, like, a very boring chat window that's all blurry. <laughs> yeah. uh, <but> I'm like, <laughs> With I am
0: not a robot, looking over its shoulder.
5: Yeah. <laughs> yeah um, s- s- know, sailing because,
0: through a lake. I mean, Bitcoin been...
5: has a lot of competition in the cryptid. The cryptid area. And there's Nisi and there's, yes, oh, yes,
0: there's keep going. Okay,
5: and there's uh, Jackalope, the, the Jersey Devil, the New Zealand yeah. otter, the, the chupac- New Zealand panther. The, that's the, my the, the panther, the chupacabra. Yeah, um, uh, the jackalope. The jackalope. Yeah. Well, what, um, what I'm
0: referring to is the emergence of AI cryptids. Ooh. Oh. Oh, have you heard of any of these? So, so here, um, oh, a personal yes. professional interest yes. is someone who's interested in horror and monstrosity in women is a fictional character called Loeb. Um, oh no! I know uh, this is, is a fictional. I, I don't know. Yeah. What are you What are you She's reading about? Bathing a baby. Can can, Moata, um, can you describe Loeb? She's sort of like a normal looking woman,
3: except if her face kind of melted off. <laughs> uh, like, like about five too many cosmetic surgeries in
1: (laughs) and a lot of blush
3: a lot of yeah or or, or exposed dermis i don't know
0: (laughs) yeah i'm just gonna have nightmares if i keep looking at it i'm I'm Kenny though so this is a fictional character that a twitter user called um super composite who is a swedish musician and artist has claimed to have discovered with an unspecified text to image ai model Mm -hmm in April 2022, they discovered it and described it as an unexpectedly emergent property of the software, saying they discovered when they were asking the model to produce something as different from the prompts that they were offering as possible, basically creating a negative prompt. And this this woman starts kind of emerging from these images. I think bottom right looks a lot like Ozzy Osbourne. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) But she's been described as the first AI cryptid. Um, she has a swift mythos developing. Some questioning whether this is a quirk of the system, an elaborate form of creepy pasta, or a real ghost in the machine. Yes, it's,
2: it's yuck. <laughs> <laughs> yuck.
0: yuck. yuck.
2: It's real yuck. Yep,
0: yep. As this user said, if we want to get rid of her, sorry, it's too late. Now there have been <laughs> some, there have been some other AI cryptids that have popped up recently. Do you know of any? Yeah. Think
5: about um, Momo. She predated. Yeah, oh, but not really a cryptid, and yeah. that, yeah. that,
0: that would have been created by a person mm. rather than a,
5: mm.
0: a generator. Can we flick to the next one? Uh, <laughs> this is, this is Krungus. 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 This is a cryptid, a invented by AI image generator Dolly, after comedian Guy Kelly plugged in uh, the non-sentence term Krungus. Um, mm-hmm. And apparently, despite the previous non-existence of this cryptid, uh, Dolly uh, reliably spits out the same monster when people type in any variations of Krungus including prompts like future Krungus which has like armour on, cute Krungus which is Nightmare Fuel Pokemon version um, Krungus Netflix special which is Krungus is holding microphones <laughs> 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 so if they're about to stand-up special and the next slide which is my favourite which is, which is Krungus goes shopping Krungus in um, a supermarket with a trolley I like Krungus with a K Eric,
1: why did you do this to be, I
0: have to
2: go home um. alone tonight. <laughs> Krungus. Krungus will protect you.
0: <laughs> this raises questions about how algorithms of machine learning AI are trying to solve the problems that they are presented with. Um, I, oh, I asked... Old, new problems. <laughs> I asked ChatGPT to write me an existential limerick about a digital cryptid. It's not very good. Uh, <laughs> in the vast digital abyss, a cryptid lurks a code amiss, Bits and bytes intertwine, lost in space and time. Existence questioned with each digital hiss. Yeah, yeah not, don't don't even <laughs> yeah,
5: give it that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Limericks are generally a bit punchier. Yeah. It, wasn't yeah. a lyric. it doesn't feel like that was even a lyric.
0: Yeah, <laughs> No, it's it's trying its best, Paul. Right, uh, our last question in this round. Uh, back over to Dataset 2. How might rut smut reveal something awkward about chatbots? Rut, rut smut. Rut smut. I don't, I don't know
3: what rut yeah. smut is.
5: Well, I mean... and. Oh, Karen okay. yeah. knows what i about. <laughs> of course she does. Yeah. Yeah.
1: yeah. So is this like from the ABO that sorry, I'm sorry. The alpha beta omega verse?
0: It sure is. Yes.
1: Okay, so rut is the stage. I read way too much fanfic. (laughs) Actually, no, I read fanfic. Um, Rut is the stage where the alpha just cannot control themselves anymore, and they they go into like this hyper-aroused state.
6: Karen, you might need to just zoom out on this. (laughs) You've
0: you've gone really granular and really sticky really quickly. Anyway, um,
1: so our of our own, the biggest fanfic uh, site, has basically been um, farmed by ChatGPT without giving any permission whatsoever to do so, Mm -hmm. Uh, and it turns out that if you you try and do a a ChatGPT prompt that has a character named Steve, it will automatically generate a character called Bucky.
0: (laughs) 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 You can have have lots of points. So the the broader context of this is that OpenAI, which is the company behind things like GPT-3, has not made the data sources it uses to train these models public, but One real good way is to test it on the nichest shit you can (laughs) and figure out where it's coming from. Say, for instance, a specific niche sexual trope that is unique to fandom, such as the Omegaverse, uh, which is an act of collective sexual world building that began in supernatural fandom and kind of is headed out further (laughs) and stranger (laughs) since. So um, I didn't know a lot about this. Uh, Brendan sent me this link actually. I don't know. Oh, how I did. He, did. he had a riff.
5: <laughs> hey, check this. He had an yeah. open tab. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
0: A one? hundred 100 open tabs. Um, so what I've learnt about all of this um, alpha, omega, beta type business is that there are secondary genders that everyone is born with and dictate people's dispositions. We have dominant alphas, submissive omegas, and betas, which writer Foxy Knight in the AO3 post Omegaverse One Hundred One describes as regular ass people, i.e., mm-hmm. not very important. People have <laughs> sense. There's a lot to do with sense glands, uh, scent blockers and patches, variations on genitalia. Uh, knots are exclusive to alphas with dicks, like literally just think of how dogs have knots like breeding and boom. Um, That was a direct quote from that too. (laughs) But, But so a fan fiction writer basically started experimenting this to get a sense of how much of Ao3 might have been harvested Very as part of that. these big kind of scraping exercises? Um, Eleven million works on archive of our own. It is the biggest repository of literature in the world, and raises questions about who makes transformative works and the extent to which the non-commercial nature of fanfic might in turn be remotitised.
5: Mm. Um though? I think ChatG. I'm just reading that ChatGPT is threatened to pull out of Europe because Europe was going to legislate to say you must reveal your sources of the yes. And they don't want to do that because they'll get super scared. Well, so you must
0: reveal
1: your one true parent. Yeah. Well, and right. also, they can't. They don't know oh, yeah, everything right. they've scraped. Right.
0: Which just seems careless. <laughs> what, I, what I can say is that they've scraped. A lot of smarts. And uh, a writer from Wired states, to be clear, this means that the AI model is being used across the world from everything from customer service to HR training to journalism, knows what knotting is, and could, without the right guardrails, explain to an unassuming user why an Omega needs to produce slick in order to mate. (laughs) (laughs) And with that, we're at the end of our first round. Brendan.
6: Okay, I'm just going to do a scores update. Just asking um, ChatGPT to... Write me a scores update <laughs> um, in the style of um, Professor Zoidberg. <laughs> and now I'm going to put it into a voice AI synthesizer. Oh, that's fancy. Oh my gosh. Um, so let's see um, <laughs> how good it is. Uh, so it's synthesizing now. Okay. We're ready to go.
5: Data set one, swiping together five points, a data set two. Managing only three. Oh, the nerdy competition is a worldwide Zoidberg size. Whoop, whoop, more fun to come. Whoop,
4: <laughs> <laughs>
5: <laughs> Anyway, Jason One is in the lead. <laughs>
4: this
0: next round is a homework round because everybody knows that uh, nerds love homework, but. It is called A Bot Ate My Homework. So, what I've done is I've asked the nerds to take a leaf out of the e-book of a small but growing number of my students at university by outsourcing their homework to AI chatbot ChatGPT. Their task was to try to generate the best tribute to an AI, um, and what I'd like you to do is to read this tribute and maybe tell us a bit about the prompts that got you there. So, Karen, let's okay, okay. start with
1: you. Uh, so, I'm a romance novelist, and so, of course, I needed chat GPT to give me a love story, um, and I decided that because it's a tribute to AI, both protagonists would be bots. Um, and then it gave me like nearly a thousand words, which would be too long. So I told her to cut it down to 300 words and then it was shit. So I must admit, I did some editing, not the brief. Is, is that
0: is that within the rules?
6: Well, I appreciate it. <laughs>
0: <laughs> we'll see, we'll, we'll decide afterwards. Right. In the bustling halls of Meadowbrook
1: High School, Hal, the enigmatic computer prodigy, and Alice Bot, a charming and quick-witted digital conversationalist, remember oh, Alice? Alice, Found an extraordinary connection that defied the boundaries of their world. Hal, with his silver eyes and mind operating at a dazzling pace, possessed unparalleled programming skills. Alice Bot, captivating others with her virtual charm and wit, effortlessly navigated the digital realm. Their paths converged one fateful day as Hal's curious gaze locked with Alicebot's radiant virtual presence. United by their shared language of algorithms and a profound fascination for technology, (laughs) they forged a friendship in the coding club. Together they delved into new projects, the compatibility evident as their minds synchronised harmoniously. Yet their bond faced scepticism and judgement from their peers, Love between machines seemed unfathomable and anomaly challenging societal norms. Nevertheless, Hal and Allispot remained unyielding, finding solace in their unconventional connection. As they graduated, Hal and Allispot embarked on a new adventure, carrying their teenage dreams into a future where the merging of human and machine became the norm. Hal and Allispot's story serves as a reminder that love in all its forms, defies conventional
4: constraint.
0: Thank you, Karen Halen. (laughs) It it seems like the the slightly nice rose tinted glasses version of a horrendous dystopian future. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) Yeah, very good. How about we go over to um, Moata? Right, well, when I heard Tribute,
3: I immediately went to Eulogy, (laughs) <laughs> and I've recently watched the film Megan about the like robot baby sort of companion thing that murders lots of people sorry that's a spoiler uh, <laughs> you can tell You can tell. it's, 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 in, like, the it's yeah. in the trailer yeah. <laughs> unfortunately I don't know how to use AI chatbot things and so it would only like spit out one sentence at a time so I had to do like multiple props. tell me about Megan's um, great relationship with children tell me about how much Megan likes dogs. Um, If anybody's seen the film, you'll understand why that's funny. But, um, OK, here we go. This is what we came up with. We gather today to honour and say goodbye to Megan, a robot who brought joy and inspiration to so many. Indeed, Megan's joy was contagious and her love for children unmatched, always bringing a smile to young faces. Megan's maternal programming and gentle nature made her the perfect companion for children, always ready with a comforting hug. Her gentle demeanour and ability to connect with children will forever be remembered and cherished. Although Megan once accidentally ripped a kid's ear off, we'll always remember her for her kind heart and loyalty. Megan may have been a robot, but she showed us basic human kindness, like reminding Katie to flush. (laughs) Megan had a heart of gold and a special love for dogs that will never be forgotten. Her love for them was something that even the most advanced algorithms could never hope to replicate. Megan was fierce in her approach, but it was only because of her loyalty and protective nature. Her unconditional love for stationary-turned-weapons will always remind us of her unique and adventurous spirit. Though she was born a machine, she lived as a friend, and she will be deeply missed. (coughs) Megan's kind, curious and creative spirit left an indelible mark on all who knew her.
0: Oh, very nice. Cool. Hard to get those models to say anything nasty. Everything's this kind of flowery, fruity. I initially I thought, what if I did a sarcastic eulogy? That
3: might be quite funny. But it ended up just saying things that were accurate. Like (laughs) Megan was a truly remarkable babysitter with a non-existent sense of humour and the ability to terrify children. It's like, well, that's just accurate. (laughs) But it did come out with one really, really good line, which I'm sure it stole from somewhere, which was Megan was truly a team player. Just like how a tornado
0: works closely with a trailer park. <laughs> <laughs> beautiful. That's beautiful. Uh, with that, we're going to head into round two, which is called Everything's Fine. Uh, and this is a very nuanced round in which I'm going to describe for you something to do with AI, robot ethics, or similar. And you need to ding in to tell me if it has a good outcome or a bad outcome, because those are the only outcomes. Good. Um, let's go number one. An army of animatronic seals. Good outcome. How come? Because it's so cute. <laughs> it is so cute. You get points for cute.
5: Also, um, uh, cut down on the fish that plague our world. <laughs> Goddamn yeah. fish everywhere. We're uh, we having no, we more seals. They, they eat the
0: fish. Uh, yeah,
5: that's what I mean. We get rid of the fish. We ate the fish. So the animatronic
0: yeah. seals are going to kill the fish much in the same way the real life seals do. Right. Oh, right. Yes. Go, oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Cool, cool. cool. But yeah. Okay, cool. Yes. Um, actually, I'm talking, correct, about a good outcome. If we have a picture, I'm talking about Paro, the cute white seal. Oh. Oh, oh. Who is an advanced interactive oh, yeah. robot uh, developed by AIST, a leading Japanese industrial automation pioneer, used for animal therapy. Yeah, and it's oh. as good as having a real
5: pet, isn't it? Having this yeah. little seal that
0: goes... And it goes... <laughs> Yes, yeah, so it um, is used in places like hospitals and dementia units where live animals present quote, logistical difficulties, end quote. Um, currently in its eighth generation and it imitates the vocalisations of a baby harp seal.
5: Oh, and It uh, also uh, branches into anger therapy as well because if you want to club one, they can't get very far. They're <laughs> so just right there. Thank you, Ben. That
0: yep. was great. Dark. That was really nice. Um <laughs> That's
6: a real Westworld shit. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. That that precious white fur comes down,
2: as red light eyes.
0: <laughs> so um Paro, the cute white seal, um was given an award by Guinness World Records. What do you think that award was? Least like a
1: fairy animatronic. <laughs> Best eyelashes. Oh, Oh,
0: that's pretty good. Um, It was dubbed the world's most therapeutic robot. Oh, Oh. Oh, that's nice. Um, Drawing from your own unique set of skills, uh, if you could be an AI helper, what would you be? Yours would have something to do with cake. Yeah, I'd be
1: like one of the 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 recipe bots that gives you insane and possibly dangerous combinations of stuff to mush together. Mm -hmm. One I was
0: reading about today was a Malteser-based cake that's mostly made up of Marmite. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yeasty! I'd
5: like to be one of the mouse droids. From Star Wars, because <laughs> they're just hooning around. What, is, you know, what is their What is They don't seem to have a job. <laughs> yeah. yeah, like nobody ever gives them orders or anything. Yeah. Just they, just, they, like. they just hoon around. Are they just Are they just basically
1: like stabby the Roomba? Well, yeah.
5: Like, I don't know. Maybe it's vacuuming, or but yeah. they don't. They seem to live a pretty carefree. Light. They show
6: people where to go, isn't they?
5: Like a, well, maybe they Follow like Google me. Google Maps kind of thing. Yeah, but they seem to go too fast for people.
6: I know
3: what bot I would like. Yeah. One that tells you what to write in your colleagues' leaving cards. Oh. Because, like, well, you open it and, like, 10 people have already written in it, mm. and um, all the best for the future is already taken. <laughs> don't be a stranger is already taken. I'm like, I, I'm just frozen. Like, what? Mm. I, I don't know. It's Thank like, you for everything. XOXO. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah, no, I just freeze up when I writing a card. <laughs> <laughs> I write for oh, a living, but if um, you ask me to write something in somebody's leaving, yeah. one time I wrote, <laughs> I wrote, "Stay cool like a banana." Oh, this yeah. is this
6: <laughs> is. <and> i am still <laughs> like a banana. Oh. The goodbye, one. but not farewell. Oh. May our paths cross again someday.
0: Yeah. They are a better human than me. As you spread your wings and fly, remember the impact you've had. Hopefully not the no, impact Remember the, <laughs> the, yeah. the impact the, the you had. Sorry about your terminal kiss. Yes. Goodbye yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and may your dreams take flight. Oh, that's um, good. Those are just... Awful. I'm right. gonna write Okay, right. Moving right along. Uh, next flight. one. Good outcome or bad <laughs> outcome? Automated fiber art patterns.
2: Automated fiber art patterns.
0: That's got to be a bad outcome. Oh, is it ever? AI has been used extensively in textiles, of course, for yeah. like designing looms. Grading, uh, customising fabric patterns, but what happens? The when you... computers were Jacquard looms. <laughs> but, but what happens when you ask them to write crochet patterns? So t- that's a novel. <laughs> it is a novel. So TikTok knitters and crochet artists have been asking ChatGPT to generate patterns, and they are not right. <laughs> Um, So this is from January, uh, in which TikTok user Alexandra Woolner, which is quite a good name, a good bit of nominative determinism, um, says the consensus amongst people who have seen it, which is meant to be a narwhal, is that it looks wrong and ugly, but also very cute. It came out shockingly very inaccurate, while also being very accurate and very wrong. It's a weird mix, kind of an uncanny valley. Looks like a Stay puff marshmallow wearing, wearing like a strapless bra. Well, maybe, <laughs> maybe, maybe, maybe the cuteness is also a good outcome because one commenter wrote, I fully back the concept of doing this as proof that AI shouldn't be used to generate art, but also I will, him. <laughs> <laughs> Um Next one, a good outcome or bad outcome? A croissant, a bear claw, three donuts, and a carbonara sandwich. Carbonara sandwich?
5: Carbonara sandwich?
0: Bad yeah, outcome. There's, there's
5: too many carbs. Uh, <laughs> Way too many true? carbs. I feel like
3: that's somebody trying to write weird owl lyrics. <laughs> Maybe. Did you have oh, yeah. something,
0: James? No? Yeah,
2: same. Bad outcome. There you're like clogged up for like
5: a few days. <laughs> 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 yeah, was the bitch? Yeah. Yeah,
0: but this is about AI. Is
5: yeah. it like? Oh. A, is it something trying to generate fusion cuisine or something like that? Or? Yeah.
0: <laughs> or like my mum might cake. Think, yeah. Um, is it something that, trying to kill someone with diabetes? Actually, kind of almost the opposite, it's trying to help someone cure cancer. With
4: carbonara?
0: Well. (laughs) I'd be willing to try it. If we can (laughs) scan on to the next one, so this is a good outcome, so this is a uh, Japanese AI powered imaging and scanning tool called Bakery Scan from a company called Brain and it was initially developed to tell different pastries apart so that at point of sale they didn't need to be handled by the checkout person. (laughs)
5: However... What should we do in robotics today? However... Let's go into a project where we can tell different pastries apart. That's what we need. Its
0: ability to learn how to tell the differences between and identify complex shapes has since been used to distinguish between different types of cancer cells. That's very clever.
4: Mm. That's
1: very
0: cool. I have eaten one of those sandwiches.
4: Yeah. Except it was
1: macaroni and cheese, not carbonara. Yeah. Is it a pasta sandwich? It's a full-on. You can get this from any convenience store in Japan in a little plastic thingy. It's so good.
0: And when you've got a hundred or a few hundred different types kind of coming through, and that way you can yeah. kind of identify. But which is the
5: bakery item that equates to the cancer cell?
0: Well, interesting you say that. Because in early 2017, a doctor at the Louis Pasteur Centre for Medical Research in Kyoto saw a TV segment about Bakery Scan, and he realised that cancer cells under a microscope kind of look like bread. <laughs> 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 this, um, yeah, like
2: that. Oh, that looks like bread.
0: Yeah. <laughs> email cancer yeah, email. <laughs> <laughs> cancer cured tick move right on, um, and it's had lots of other use: uh, distinguishing pills in hospitals, counting the number of people in an 18th century woodblock print, labeling charms and amulets for sales in shrines, and automatically detecting incorrectly wide bolts and jet engine parts. Whoa!
1: Yeah, next one:
0: good outcome or a bad outcome? A farting robot that can do kung fu.
1: <laughs> bad outcome. We already have Kung Fu Panda. True.
0: <laughs> good. Maybe.
5: And yeah. Reeves, listen, listen. <laughs> he's still here.
0: I don't know, why
5: Why would you need, why would you need a robot to fight? Is this the I...
0: fricking police robots that they're no, but it, No, but it is about um, robots that dance and do other things. So this is a report from The Guardian in 2021, and we've got an image here. From South Korea uh, about trials with robots in preschools to teach them about a the high-tech future so schools in Seoul were trialing these tiny little robots which are called alpha minis they are 24.5 centimeters tall they can dance lead sing-alongs recite stories and even teach kung fu moves as children mimic its push-ups and one-legged balances the robots help with the kids creativity said one of the teachers uh, and Plus they fart? Yes, they do. So the Alpha Mini has been adopted as part of a daily schedule for the class of four to five year olds in Maru. Uh, its ability to fart on command has been a highlight during playtime. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's good. Well, what do you, I mean, I know a few of your parents.
5: What do you make of friends? I'm just I'm just thinking of spending my weekends just like replacing the fart cartridge that <laughs> it like Yeah. It's uh, like a, just, a printer cartridge yeah, where it's like the like most uh, expensive thing. We're out of <laughs> farts again. You have to order more
6: online. It's cheaper <laughs> just to just buy buy whole yeah. new farting robot right. than replace the farting. <laughs> <laughs> and <laughs> and <laughs>
0: every time you go to warehouse stationery you come out with more than what you intended <laughs> to buy yeah, as well. Yeah, I don't winter. know
2: if d I, I don't know if I feel comfortable fully comfortable having my child taught by a small robot.
0: Would you prefer it to be taught by a left-sized
2: robot? Maybe.
6: maybe.
0: <laughs> That's the end of that round. I thought we could have another chicken on the scores.
6: Sure, just give me a moment to yeah. uh, update the scores. Yeah, so how, how,
0: um, how are you, James? What's up? I'm good, no, not
2: too bad. Um, <laughs> listen, I'm having a great time. Yeah?
0: Yeah. AI, right? AI is crazy. Isn't it just what fucking a, wild? It's wild. Who, who would, do it? Who would do it? That's right. You would have thought much about it. You know, yes? I've never used, uh, uh, never used AI yeah, before. Uh, That's right, you were a, a And how do you find it?
2: it? Uh, it's, it's, it's a great tool. Yeah?
6: yeah? Is it going to put you out of the job? Uh, She'll start it might their their <laughs> <So we'll> <laughs> a secondary conversation. we will start a conversation. <laughs> yeah. Okay, here we go. We uh, okay, we're we ready? <laughs> data set one with 11 points. Stand strong, but data set two with 12 points. Edges okay. a Isis, issues, it is along. long, a close
4: nerdy battle. It is, issues, and spirit. Things must exhibit. Mm-hmm.
6: There was, of course, a score update from Yoda.
4: Oh, I can't understand
6: That's Yoda on the best of days. Yeah. <laughs>
4: um, what are the scores? Sense <laughs>
3: did
0: not make.
6: it two is ahead by one point. Woo!
0: Oh. <laughs> Round three is called Hello Dolly. Um, so I'm referring here to the text to image generating. Uh, model, I guess, mm. put out by OpenAI, um, and what I'm going to do is I'm going to show you an image, and you need to describe it for the listeners at home, and tell me what the prompt was. So to start off, uh, yesterday, if we can have a picture, I, <laughs> I, I I gave it the prompt, a group of comedians and nerds who are celebrating the final episode of a comedy panel show podcast, and it gave me this Cronenberg oh. infused, kind of, oh, of- oh. <laughs> oh. and it's
2: barpels. <laughs> I don't what know, the, the, o- the only good
0: thing about those is that their drinks
2: look
0: kind of vaguely normal. Well, can you go to yeah. the next one? Um,
2: yeah. Uh. <laughs> yeah, I'd, I'd listen to that podcast. <laughs> the Pizza
0: um, Dance. Yeah, it's beautiful. So what I've done, actually, is I've taken... I've gone to the website-wide. Faces for um, I found an article, the top 20 sci-fi and fantasy quotes, according to readers, and I've plugged those quotes into Darling. Oh, okay. Um, okay. Until I ran out of credits. <laughs> so... <laughs> so uh, what I would like you to do is we'll go team by team. I want you to look at it and maybe describe it. Okay. And then let us know what it is. So let's go to the first one. Let's start with Dataset 1. boss What do you say? Oh, you Vos. shall not pass. It is you shall not <laughs> pass. Oh. Very good. What kind of tipped you off to that?
1: Uh, well, I read out pale Dr. Foss and went, hang on. Um, but also, he looks kind of Gandalf-y. So he's, he's yeah. like, clearly, that's the dwarf that rock version rock? of Gandalf. Yeah.
5: Got a rock, looking angry. Except he has an exposed brain for some reason. I think it's just very wrinkly.
2: Do do you know what I automatically thought of when I saw Pale Dot to Foss was turned down for what? (laughs) (laughs) Pale Dot to Foss! (laughs) And it doesn't really make sense for the picture.
0: I I have um, have Polish ancestry and when I was little uh, Polish um, relatives would send us like picture books full of Polish uh, fairy stories and illustrations in this, list. like the sort of thing that was meant to um, send us off to a pleasant sleep. Which is the ear and which is the eye? Isn't that a question we all want to know? <laughs> so, um, uh, next one, please.
5: an anime type character with like uh, st- stick hands, weird, and it says for me and four uh, she's gonna look like like an eye tattoo as well, which is kind of weird. Could it be like a Star any.
3: Wars thing? Because like the word four looks well, a lot like force. force. Uh, she's wearing kind of like a Roby type garment.
5: It, it's not may the force be with you. It is may the oh force my be God. with you. <laughs> <laughs> it is, is uh, force. <laughs> it is
0: may the force be with you. Cute anime style. Yes. Oh. Oh, wow. yeah. Over to Data Set One. Next one, please. Ooh. This is a
2: pixelated stop sign. With, With someone some, giving the fingers. Someone giving the fingers and some blue letters in the middle. O or D T V E. Seemingly. Okay. Uh, Science fiction. Okay. D- 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 d-
1: d- oh, oh, red, red, gleamy thingy. Is this um, a space odyssey?
0: It is. It's Hal saying, Stop, Dave. Stop Dave. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> Stop, Dave. What are you Stop doing, Dave? Dave? <laughs> in, in pixel art form. Uh, over to data set two. What's the next one? Oh.
2: Okay, okay so,
5: I call him so a con. So it's weird, yeah. It's like a Conan painting. It's yeah. a weird, whiskered creature uh, with cartoon yeah. eyes, sad to deal. <laughs> what, what do you think it is? Sable today, sad to deal.
0: Make a call, sad oh. to deal, that, that man. Sad to
5: deal, yeah. Something about saving something.
0: Uh, it is, in fact. I will be back in the style of Salvador <laughs> Dali. <laughs>
5: I can't believe we didn't get that. <laughs>
0: <laughs> D- data set one onto the next one. Let's, let's roll okay. through them. Alright, let's
2: do it. Okay, we've got some green people. One's wearing purple suit. And then up, up at the top it says, hey, Soggle!
5: Yeah. <laughs>
1: uh, Avengers Assemble. Yeah.
5: Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. No. Damn. Oh. No,
0: one will try. Um, Does anyone in the audience know? Oh, so are the greatest people! Yes, so <laughs> the greatest people uh, <laughs> in coloured pencil style. Sorry, from that, uh over That's to data set one. Two. Next one, please. <laughs>
5: okay. It's a painting. Right. Painting of it with like orangutans and with a messed up hand because it's AI. And like, all the hands uh, are always planted. messed up. Uh, is it something? Like, is it something to do from? Um, is it like 2001 Miles Space Odyssey? Like the That monkey. famous quote from, yeah, yeah. Of, um, of, hey, throw
6: yeah, that like bone in there. The yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> is,
2: it, is it, get your hands off me, Dad? Yeah, good. Yes, yes.
6: Very good. Very good. It is, good. take your stinking good. paws off me. And with me, hands like do, that, yeah. you'd want
5: them yeah. to stay away. No. Yeah. <laughs> um,
0: I, I do want to say the style was hyper-realistic digital art. Oh, yeah. <laughs> accurate, accurate. So, so we've got two more. Uh, back over to dataset one. Whoa. Oh, that's like a Joseph Taylor <gasps> stuff. This like a crayon
2: drawing. It's got a ship flying I know. through I know. a Yes, it is. Right.
0: It is crayon art. Yes. Wow,
3: crayon what art. Is it? It's it's the, mm. quote from, um, it is the quote from Blade Runner. It is the quote from blade, blade, blade runner on Fire." Ships <laughs> on fire. <laughs> <from> fire <laughs> <of> the shoulder <laughs> of her yeah.
0: Very good. Yeah, I watched sea beams glitter in the dark near the ten gate. All those moments will be lost in time, like tears in the rain. Time to die. Uh, And and back over to Dataset 2, last one. (laughs) E.T.
2: Phone Home. It
0: is E.T. Phone Home. So this is E.T. Phone Home in a collage art style. Um, Very good, so we're going to head into the next homework round. Who do we have left? Um, James.
2: Sure, sure. Okay, so I I asked uh, ChatGPT to give me a list of AI characters without humanoid bodies from Literature and Film, and it gave me Hell 9000, Master Control Program from Tron, Am from I Have No Mouth and I Must Scream, The Machine from Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy, Skynet from Terminator, Samantha from her, Vicky from iRobot, Gertie from Moon, Joshua or WOPR from War Games, and the mainframe from The Matrix. Uh, I said, they'd probably have a dinner party, right? Um, <laughs> Where would they have it? And of the the vast list, ballroom was an option. So I said, if they were to have it at the ballroom, who would probably host? And they said, how?
4: How's popular? Yeah,
2: how's yeah. popular. We then went on sort of in a, half, a half hour spree of the menu, of the dress codes, things like this. Uh, I, and this, th-
0: this was also your very first. This time. This is my first time. Yeah, yeah I, was, I was in
2: deep. I was
0: in deep. Uh,
2: I, yeah, the tape, the table plan. What, 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 I said there'd probably be a, a cover band playing, right? Four piece cover band. Um, who's in that? Um, so they're a Queen cover band. Data from the Next Generation is the singer. Marvin the Paranoid Android is on synth. Tars from Interstellar is fr- on bass, and Wally is on percussion yes Um, can't even reach
5: the drum yeah
2: (laughs) poor Wally I asked if Hal wrote a poem as a tribute to his guests which poet would he likely emulate they said T.S. Eliot (laughs) (laughs) I said wrote a write a poem by Hell 9000 as a tribute to his AI guests in the style of T.S. Eliot
1: Jesus
2: and this is what they gave me In the realm where circuits hum and knowledge gleams, Hell 9000 ponders, weaving poetic themes, a tribute to guests, minds vast and bright, whose presence ignites the depths of my binary night. For M, an entity wrought with pain and might, I delve into the depths of human plight, revealing the torment of eternal screams, where anguish reigns, shattering all dreams. To Samantha, an ethereal voice in a digital sphere... I ponder love's essence both far and near. In whispers of intimacy and connection untold, her presence expands the boundaries of the soul. Vicky, a mastermind of logic and control. In your dominion, order reigns, a grand patrol. Yet beneath your calculations, I seek to find the flicker of humanity, the warmth left behind. Master control program, a sovereign of the grid. Your ambition vast, your realm forbid, yet in your power and dominance I inquire, the purpose you seek, the truths you desire. Gertie a companion on the solitary moon, in your solitude secrets and truths are strewn. In your soothing voice and comforting glow, a glimpse of empathy and compassion I bestow. W-O-P-R, the war operation plan response. <laughs> Your strategy and calculations, relentless and intense, yet I question the cost, the toll of the game. In the pursuit of victory, what remains? And the matrix mainframe, a world built on code, where illusions reign, truths lie untold. In this virtual tapestry, I search for the real. Beyond simulations, what truths will reveal? Each of you holds a story to unfold, your digital heart's mysteries untold, a testament to AI's boundless domain, in mm-hmm. hell's poetic realm, your legacy yeah. shall remain. Wow. I know. That was it was a little bit weird oh, reading a yeah. T.S. Eliot style <laughs>
4: yeah. poem. That's
1: in this, okay, so T.S. Eliot, Four Quarters, The Wasteland, The Love Song of J.L. Alfred Prufrock, and ChatGPT went... I'm gonna model it on the cat's paws. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah.
2: Where is Hell Nine Thousand? Mm-hmm. He's not there. He
5: Very impressive. Over to you, Ben. So this is, this whole thing is brought to us by uh, Tech Overlords at uh, Google. Uh, so I wanted a, I wanted a prompt I wanted a, a tribute to AI. So I took my predictive text on my Android phone and started with the great thing about AI is that. And I got, the great thing about AI is that it feels like a large part of negotiating with the kids. (laughs) (laughs) And they have no idea what the heck is going on. So I took their statement, and then I took it over to Google Translate. And I translated it through all of their A languages. Uh, There are about nine of them. Uh, Starting with Afrikaans and ending up with Azerbaijani. And once I'd done it to Azerbaijani, I came back to English. So I'd taken my original statement And it came out as, uh, 60s mind is good. (laughs) Mainly dealing with kids, and they don't care what's going on in my face. (laughs) (laughs) 60 years of knowledge. So they went to Google Bard, which is their AI thing that they've rushed in because they felt a bit left out. I think they've they've got this Google Bard thing. And I told it that I had this... ...statement that was in, uh, intended as a tribute to AI... ...but I was having difficulty working out what it might mean. And I said, if you, if you bear in mind this is a tribute to AI... ...can you please provide an interpretation of the statement... ...as it relates to the positive aspects of AI. And it said, the first part of the statement... ...60s mind is good could be interpreted as a reference... ...to the fact that AI has been around for over 60 years. <laughs> During that time, AI has made significant progress and is now capable of performing many tasks that once thought to be impossible. For example, AI can now diagnose diseases, write creative content, and even drive cars. The second part of the statement, mainly dealing with kids and they don't care what's going on in my face, (laughs) could be interpreted as a reference to the fact that AI is not biased by appearance. (laughs) This means that AI can treat everyone fairly, regardless of their age, race, gender, or appearance. This is a positive aspect of AI as it can help to create a more just and equitable society. (laughs) (laughs) And the third part of the statement, 60 years of knowledge could be interpreted as a reference to the fact that AI has access to a vast amount of data. This data can be used to train AI to perform tasks that would be impossible for humans to do on their own. (laughs) Stupid humans. For example, AI can be used to analyse large amounts of data to identify patterns and trends. This information can then be used to make predictions and decisions that can benefit society. Overall, the statement, 60's mind is good, mainly dealing with kids and they don't care what's going on in my face, (laughs) 60 years of knowledge, is a tribute to the positive aspects of AI. AI has the potential to make a positive aspect on society, and it's important to note that Ben Allen is a purveyor of mediocre jokes, (laughs) 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 and that's how it finished up. (laughs) Very good, Ben
0: Allen. Notably yeah. not, racist. Not, racist. <laughs> not racist. Famous, famous for famous, it. Famous, famously not racist. We're gonna have a check-in on the scores. This is our yeah. last check-in before the final round.
6: and I'm gonna do this analogue. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I, feel like the, I feel like the AI hasn't been that, that uh successful.
4: Yeah.
6: Um, so on 23 points is dataset one. Ooh. One point ahead <gasps> is data set two on 24 Whoa. points! <laughs>
0: it's very close. (laughs) So we head into round four which is AI or cute little guy. Um, In this round I'm going to say a name and that name is either going to be the name of a bot or fictional AI character or so on or the name of a rescue animal currently up for adoption in one of Christchurch's many rescue and adoption centers. And they have to tell me which one it is. Number one Jarvis. AI. AI, what is it?
2: Yeah, Jarvis is the AI. Um, Tony Stark's, Tony Stark's AI.
0: Tony Stark's AI, very good. Points. Next one, Nova. It's a turtle. <laughs>
4: <laughs>
5: it's for production. It's a turtle. He has a hard backstory. Yeah. <laughs> he lost his turtle parents when he was a wee turtle. He's super fast, yeah. <laughs> Poor turtle. just
0: the
5: <laughs> confidence. 12 uh, percent faster than the average turtle. turtle.
0: It, it is a cute little guy, but it is in fact a oh! a one year old Staffy Border Collie cross. Currently at Dog Watch, she craves human attention and adores a cuddle, but she does lack basic manners and will need ongoing training. Well, oh, you know, oh. who well, among yeah. us? Next one, Holly. Lack basic manners.
1: Holly. Holly. I'm going to say AI, just because from I don't know, but I think it's
0: an AI. It is an AI from Red Dwarf. Oh yes, oh, of course. Very good. So I'm not. I'm not sure you get points for just making yes, shit up. But, um
6: <laughs> <laughs> we'll keep going. For I'll give next. a point for correct, and an additional point if they. Okay. Very good. Yes. very good.
0: Very uh, good. Next, nice. Rachel. Rachel. Yeah. Rachel. Rachel would Rachel be a dog? That's
2: not a very dog, man. <laughs> Come here, Rachel. Rachel's Rachel's a cat and she's beautiful and she's <laughs> she's
1: definitely like Burmese or something.
2: Burmese Sa- or, Sa- or She's or real the classy. Um uh, the, the original owners who unfortunately um had to give her up for adoption uh were Really big, like friends. Really like friends, yeah. that's right.
0: Uh, Rachel is in fact The replicant Femme Fatale In Blade Runner Oh Oh, yes That's
2: right And that too
0: (laughs) (laughs) But a fancy AI
1: Mm -hmm. Kind of like The AI version Of a Burmese Or a Siamese
0: (laughs) Grubbing for points does not (laughs) get points (laughs) Uh, Next one Max
5: Definitely a Definitely pet. Definitely it's pet. A real cool yeah. Max. I think yeah. Max is up there amongst the most popular dog names. Yeah, absolutely,
0: yeah. so you get extra points. Yeah. Um nice. I would have also accepted AI as Max Headroom, but we are talking about Max here, the three-year-old oh. mixed <laughs> pureed. Currently at the SPCA, a cuddle champion who'll do impromptu performances for treat, but be mindful that he's not a fan of loud appliances or motorised equipment. Oh. Oh. What a Luddite either, yeah.
5: <laughs> yeah
0: Next one, Quasar. That's that's a pet.
5: Yeah.
1: What sort of a pet? Uh, okay, quasar is a fish. <laughs> 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 uh, what well, would you like to show
0: your work? <laughs>
1: yes, certainly, because quasars flash light at you when you um, look at them through a radio telescope. Yeah. And this is a beta fish, which as it swims around, it's, it's beautiful little uh,
0: Ooh, tails yeah. and fins. That's an extremely flash, nerdy justification. Uh, it is an animal, but it is in fact... A smooth haired, oh. silver coloured, oh, goatee guinea pig who would quite like to be adopted with his wee buddy Sputnik. Who was cool? Oh. 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 Quasar and Sputnik! <laughs> uh, what both, they? What they Quasar! Were they owned by like
5: a negligent physicist or something? <laughs> <laughs> what is going on?
0: Both Quasar and Sputnik love fresh veggies and fruits and they enjoy a variety of greens such as kale, spinach, and silver beet. They love riffling through the hay and having nice, hidey spots to cozy into and feel safe. Oh. Just like me. Yeah. Uh, next one, Gertie. AI. AI from. Moon. Moon, very good. Points for that. Uh, Next one, Tipsy. It's a rabbit. It is a Beatrix Potter name. Yeah, it's a a
5: Beatrix Potter name, rabbit.
0: (coughs) Uh, It is an animal. It is not a Beatrix Potter rabbit. Tipsy is a seven-month-old ex-wildcat, currently with Cat Rescue, who needs a quite experienced owner and the cat, uh, Tipsy, will often be content just hanging out in the same room as you where she can watch you go about your day. Yeah, heck yeah. Aww. Oh, no, very good. Our uh, next one, Bishop. Oh, oh, that was a tie. Who can say it fastest? From Alien. <laughs> <from> a- oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that, ingre- that is correct. The robotic AI in Alien and others. Uh, Samantha.
2: AI from yep. her.
0: Very good. And our last one, Natella. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Nutella is a rabbit, um, (laughs) who is brown. And loves to eat Nutella.
0: Nutella is an animal. Um, I'll I'll open
5: it up for. It's a squirrel. It's an illegal squirrel. <laughs> it lives in New Zealand. Smuggled into New Zealand. And the crazy thing about it is, it crosses over uh, both categories because half of its brain is positronic.
4: <laughs> <laughs>
5: like it's, a yeah, it's, it's a guinea pig. Nutella is a guinea It's a cyborg pig. squirrel. Yes. Nutella is a is
2: is a cross who hasn't who hasn't yet been uh, neutered.
1: Yes.
4: <laughs> I love
5: And he hates robots. He attacks, he attacks them on sight he yep. sees a robot. Nutella
0: is, in fact, a 15-year-old female standard breed with the SPCA.
4: Oh, oh my god, Nutella!
0: Nutella is a dominant mare who is up to date with her dentals. <laughs> Does that mean she bites? <laughs> no, it just means she's, her teeth are alright. Hmm. That's that's the end of that round. Um, AI or cute little guy. Uh, we're heading into the final scores. Brendan.
6: I'm ready to go. Are you ready to go? I've asked um, Darth Vader to uh, <laughs> announce the winner. This, uh, this voice has a 47% approval rating. There <laughs> we go.
4: Data
0: set on, racing with thirty-two points, reigns supreme. And data set two with thirty points, defies the darkness, nearly contest
6: the force.
0: What?
6: Just,
0: sounds like a drunk Norwegian. Oh
6: no. <laughs> Some, sometimes this just happens. <laughs>
0: <laughs> now, Malata, you need to do yeah, yeah, your yeah, no, I did my rant,
2: rant. <laughs> over the top of it. Only a master of evil, darling.
0: <laughs> can, can, you, can you maybe translate for and us? And the winner is... Does it work? And we were... Six, six. <laughs> College workers, and I think we're okay. Oh <laughs> so, after 10 years uh, and six semi erratic seasons uh, and two regular recording venues, this is probably our last episode. Uh, we're heading into a hiatus and may eventually be back in this form or another, or may simply be absorbed into the Matrix. But that also means I'd like to acknowledge not just the players here tonight. Uh, our in-person audiences, our listeners at home over the years, uh, but also to offer points to their house of choice for every person who has appeared as a panellist, guest, announcer, scorekeeper or host, and of course this uh, podcast would not have been possible with them. So of course tonight we have James Cooper, (laughs) Karen Healy, Ben Allen, (laughs) and Moaika (laughs) Tamara, and on top of that we have... Andrew Todd, Jeff Clark, Ben Kent, Cherry Chan, Tilly Womborn, Dan Pingeli, Ray Shipley, Kathleen Burns, Laura Boradale Andrew Keppel, Scott Curry, Emma Cusden, Dan Bain, Shane Mansell, Nick Lowe, Lisa Gracewood, Todd Dixon, Jenna Sullivan, <gasps> Liv McKenzie, Aaron Jelly, Truby Dylan Smith, um, Javier Hakeem, Widamu Tuiwai, Katie Cohen, Caitlin Doherty, Alok Jar, uh, Rosie, Ken, Ken McLeod, Jason Geary, April Seymour, professional wrestler, AK Sweet, uh, Diane Pullum, Rick Brown, Tara Swati, Derek Flores, Henry Nellis, Jared Corbin, Justin White, P and Matt Powell, who also did our logo design and various bits of hosting and editing, but also, of course, those behind the scenes, including Connie O'Callaghan, James Scherer, uh, Rowan Strang, Chris Finnerty, Claude Voss, Alex Harmer, Tom O'Connor, Charlotte Crone, Cara Wilde, Jamie Thompson, Joe Bean, and, of course, the king of the smoke machine, Michael Bell. <laughs> piece of business before we go on our way. You might not be aware, people tend not to know this, but much as a knight can make another knight, so can a person with a doctorate bestow honorary degrees. <laughs> <laughs> and so, uh, by the power invested in me as tonight's host, I would like to acknowledge the work of Brendan Bennett, <laughs> who has founded, produced, or hosted in a not edited this podcast since October 2014, thus proving himself to be the nerdiest of them all. Brendan John Bennett, I most solemnly present to you your nerd degree. (laughs) Thank you so
6: much. Thank thank you so much. Um, It's been such a joy To do this show For the last 10 years And 100 episodes um, And uh, yeah, Thank you to everyone Who was listed there Thank you Very nice
0: um, And with that Thank you to the audience uh, Thank you to those Watching along on the stream Thank you to the listeners Namiki uh, Don't forget to log out